Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Ink and Pen Adventures podcast. I'm Laurieann, your host for today. And today I would like to share with you about our little trip to Disneyland. It was about a week and a half ago now, but we went down for the Oogie Boogie Bash and to see the new Disneyland Discovery Tower at the Disneyland Hotel. And I also promised that I would get at least one drawing in while I was there. And I did, which is something that is actually to be celebrated because I often say or want to do that and I never do. All right. Well, now we'll get on with it. So we drove down to Disneyland uh, on a Wednesday after the grandchild got out of school. The grandchild is six years old and she's pretty amazing. She's been to Disneyland a lot, <laughs> like a kid. And we drove down and I think it was a daunting trip for me in a lot of ways because it was sort of holding up some of the podcast stuff. It was holding because it was just driving down, having to do all the Disneyland stuff. We also stayed in one hotel, then switched over to another hotel and then switched back to the other hotel and then left at five o'clock the following morning. So there was just a lot. It was good, but there was a lot to do. And it was all early mornings. <laughs> that was also kind of like, ah, uh, which is sometimes early mornings are great when you don't have a late night. Anyway, so we were at, we stayed at a place called the Peacock Suites on the first night. We got in late. The room was fine. It was small, but it was fine. And uh, our little six-year-old did really well on the drive down. She um, has done this before and has driven down there before. And it's gotten much easier as she continues to get older. And she really is quite a delight to travel with. My uh, stepdaughter was with us as well. And of course, my husband. And we always alternate driving. And even though he hates driving in LA, he always manages to drive in LA. So I try to do the navigation. And uh, sometimes that's a little stressful. But it was all good. The Disneyland part of the trip was really fun. I had a couple things I wanted to do while I was there. One of them was listening on a podcast course that I'm taking with Kathy Heller. And if you haven't heard of Kathy Heller, you should go check her out. She's a pretty amazing human and has inspired me to continue on this path. It was initially, I set up this podcast with a challenge from Stacey Lauren on the Do The Thing Challenge. So you can check her out too. But uh, Kathy has really prompted me to continue on with this and to switch this over to something called Ink and Pen Adventures. It was originally going to be called Whiskey and Cupcakes, which... I don't know, they go well together and they're kind of random and I like to kind of talk about random things. But I also love to talk about travel and adventures and memory keeping, I guess, would be a way to put it. So that's how we're here. So I was listening to a Kathy Heller uh, course meeting while we were at Disneyland because I had told my family, I said, look, there's some things I need to do while I'm down here uh, because I, I don't want to miss out on stuff. And I want to come on this trip. And they were all very, very cool with that. So they went to ride Thunder Mountain. While I sat, there's a little dock right there by the dock for the Mark Twain and the Columbia. And it was the Columbia this time because the Mark Twain was in dry dock. But there's this little dock with some tables and chairs and there was nobody at it. There's a little food stand. And then right off to the left, if you're looking at the Columbia, is Thunder Mountain. So I set myself up there had my headphones on and I was going to draw the Mark Twain doc and I did draw it and it was terrible. 
<laughs> well, no, it wasn't terrible. It just, it was the perspective was wrong because it was at, a, I was looking at it at an angle. And part of why I like urban sketching and loose sketching is that I don't need to worry about perspective unless I really want to. I can totally draw flat if that's the way I feel like it. And then, but this was not at all. This was at an angle and I, and I couldn't get the angles right. And then I got frustrated. So I was like, you know what? I'll do something else. And I turned around to see if my family was coming yet. And I noticed that the front of the Thunder Mountain had this really cool old, uh, old Wild West building that said Thunder Mountain Railroad. And all I could really see was the road and then the buildings. And so I turned around and I took a picture of it. And then I drew from that. So I was sitting there drawing, but I was actually drawing from my photo because of the way the table was faced. And uh, so I finished the drawing, family came back, and then we went to have some food. And I colored it in while we were eating lunch. And my granddaughter joined in on some coloring, not on my paper, on her own paper. And it turned out really fun. So it just reminds me that it's really easy to do. It didn't take me long, maybe 15 minutes to sketch it in the first place. And I do my sketching with uh, right now with a permanent fountain pen um, with carbon ink in it. So a fountain pen with permanent ink in it. That's what I'm going to say. And it has carbon ink in it so that I can then watercolor over the top of it. And I try to do it light and loose so that it's not always just perfect straight lines. So I don't have to worry about perfect straight lines. Yay. And then when I color, <clears throat> pardon me, when I watercolor over it, and once I've completed it, then I'll go back in with either a permanent marker or another fountain pen ink. Um, if I have found one that I can uh, use to do some shadowing, it is the Pilot Takasumi, which is from the Eroshizuku line. And as long as you don't let it dry too much, it really will turn into a very nice ink wash. And that's great for doing some shading and shadowing. Uh, so... I colored it in and then I did some final ink over the top of it and I ended up being quite happy with it. I will post it to our Substack blog and also to our webpage, Ink and Pen Adventures. And from there, it will go out to our social media, Ink and Pen Adventures, where you can see it uh, and join in. And that was week one. Granted, we are now nine days into October, which is week two. And I am going, my next one, I think I'm going to continue on the Disneyland theme because I really want to do either the train station or the Emporium. I'm going to stay away from the castle for now. Uh, save that for another trip uh, later on down the road. We're going to Disney World in November for a conference. And so I think I will do that castle. Nothing wrong with our Sleeping Beauty at Disneyland. Uh, so that was really cool. And then we walked around. It was pretty crowded. Thursday wasn't too bad. Friday got a little crazy because it was a really beautiful Friday and it was Friday. <laughs> and that with a lot of the magic key passes, the Saturdays are blocked out in October. And so people come Friday and Sunday. So those days tend to be pretty busy. So we wandered around, we had some food, we uh, got our hotel room. Um, and I'm going to, I actually said I was going to talk about that later, but I'm actually going to talk about that one first. So we are members of the Disney Vacation Club because we like to travel there. And there's a lot of perks that go along with it. And you can actually use it outside of Disney as well. So it really sort of fit a lot of our needs. And so we've been members since 2015. And we have been waiting for more rooms to be available than the 43 that are available at the Grand Californian. If you can imagine the thousands of members 
and 43 rooms, the availability is pretty difficult to come by. Now, granted, my husband has a sixth sense about this and he gets this like little instinct that says, hey, check the DVC website, DVC, short for Disney Vacation Club. And often he'll find some gem. I don't know how he does it. He'll find some gem. And so in this case, the hotel was opening the Villas Tower. They're called the Villas at the Disneyland Hotel in the Discovery Tower on September 28th. We went down on September 27th and we're going to the Oogie Boogie Party on September 28th. He happened to look. And yes, he found a room on September 28th for us, a villa for us. We were able to book it. We didn't really believe it was true until, you know, because we thought this can't be possibly true. It's opening night. We've never been involved in an opening night of a hotel, let alone a Disney, Disney hotel. So it was true. And we left our hotel that morning on Thursday before we went to the park, went and dropped off our stuff at the Disneyland hotel, wondering if they would let us in early but then realized as it is opening, they're probably going to do something where it's all sort of everybody gets their rooms later in the afternoon and everybody can come in and they'll do a big welcome. And we were right. They totally did that. We'd wanted to get there before 1030 because they were doing a grand opening on, um, they were doing a video, I think, or a live stream. And I was like, as much as that would be cool, we probably won't be able to get close because I would imagine it was a, it was a small group of people that did the live stream. He said, so let's get in there and out of there before that happens. And so we did, checked in. Our rooms were not ready. Got everything taken care of. We got our cool commemorative keys because you don't need a key for most Disney hotels anymore. Now you can do, if you have the apps, you can do the uh, electronic key. But we didn't actually get everybody on the reservation. And so we couldn't all unlock the door. So we had to go to the front desk. We did that when we first checked in. I'm really glad we did. Because not only did we get a commemorative key that said opening weekend, the folio that it came in, I think said something similar, like opening weekend or Disneyland Villas or something like that. So that was really cool. The keys, we you get to keep them and I use them for washi tape mostly, but also for, um, no, pretty much just washi tape uh, because I have, you know, some from my stays. And so we checked in, we got our keys and then we went back to the park and that's when I did the the art and rode some rides and uh, my step my granddaughter has never she's finally tall enough to ride indiana jones and she's been trying to ride it she saw the video she thought she was ready for it i haven't ridden it probably in about four years because when my husband and i go we just kind of take our time and ride the rides we feel like riding and indiana jones doesn't always line up on our list big thunder still my favorite as far as uh, disneyland park and so she's been super excited about it. Now she's finally tall enough and she wrote it and she was like, nope, no thanks, never again. I don't think she'll go with never again, but I forgot how intense and actually kind of scary it was when I was looking at it from a six-year-old's perspective who'd never seen anything like it except a video where you're sitting on the, in the comfort of your home with your mom next to you. So we did that and we hadn't ridden it in a while and it was, I think, a little more intense than it used to be. And maybe, I don't know, it's possible that that's not true. Just been long enough. So... We get our room at about three o'clock. We get an, a notification on the phone that says your room's ready. Like, great. So we go back over to the hotel because we're going to get ready for the party. 
And we were right. There was some come to do. It was pretty cool. There were people in the lobby. There was a photographer. So we took some photos. We waited. Uh, our My stepdaughter had gone to get a coffee. And so we met her back at the hotel. And we were going to go up and then decided, no, this is kind of special. We'll wait for her. And so we waited for her, took our photos, talked to the DVC folks that were all hanging out there, and then headed up to our rooms. Our room. And I, I did video it as I walked in. And the funny thing is my stepdaughter said, you should be a blogger. I was like, Haha, that's funny. I'm actually going to be a podcaster and a little bit of a blogger alongside it. So it was kind of cool to hear that out of her mouth since she is definitely a social media uh, pro. Yeah, definitely. So we opened the door and it, so it, I believe I would call it almost contemporary mid-century modern. So mid-century modern feel with that sort of line, you know, straight lines and really kind of, uh, I don't know, compact, not really minimalism, but sort of straight lines, not big floofy couches. And then, but yet with a really contemporary feel and they're themed after Fantasia, which is really cool. They've got cool lighting effects on the TV. They've got rainfall showers in the bathrooms, the tub in the mass in the, in the, uh, primary bedroom is, uh, mosaiced of angelfish, cloudfish, I think of the ones that have the really pretty, uh, fins. I can't think of what they're called. So it's a beautiful place, a beautiful place. We were really thrilled with it. They, they gave us a gift and we then found out that that was a gift only for opening night. So even if you'd come anytime on opening weekend, it was only opening night. There was some cork sickle cups and some gluten-free lemon cookies, which are surprisingly delicious. If you're, even if you're not gluten-free, they're really, really good. So we really enjoyed it. We looked out over the pool area and down in the pool area, they have this gazebo or I can't think of the other word. Anyway, that has colored glass tiles, rainbow colored glass tiles over the top of it. So when the sun shines down through it, it makes this beautiful color mosaic on the ground and they have a little play area that's Steamboat Willie. So it was really cool. It was a great experience. Um, my granddaughter, of course, wanted the primary bedroom, which disappointed her to no end that she had to sleep in the other room. And then there's a pull down bed. So almost like a Murphy bed that pulls down over the couch. And then there's also a single bed that does that. She just couldn't decide. She had like four beds to choose from. <laughs> she couldn't decide. So the hotel was really, really lovely. Uh, they, and we looked out over the pool, which also looks out over the, um, the neighborhood. And we thought, well, that's odd, but I guess the preferred views are up on the higher floors and the standard views are on the lower floors. Um, because my husband is there again right now, this is a different trip. And he has a standard view, uh, studio down on the third floor. And my stepdaughter has one up on the 10th floor. So, and yes, I stayed home because I just went. So it was really cool. It's, uh, as you walk up to it, there's a starlight path that glitters when the lights are on and it goes to a sunburst and the colors on the outside of the building are themed after three movies. I know that one of them is the jungle book. I can't remember the other two, maybe mermaid, but they're beautiful colors. So it's a really pretty tower. It's got some color on like the blue. The other three towers are really more blue. So that was fun. And we sat there for a moment and thought no guest has ever, no guest has ever walked in this room. Now, there may have been an, a cast member who got to stay in that room before, and there certainly have been people in and out of those rooms. 
But as far as a guess, we were one of the first people to ever stay in that room, shower in that shower, use that bathroom or that kitchen or sit on that couch. And I have never done that before. I don't know if you have. If you have, please tell me in the comments or post it up on the Instagram about being the first in a place like that. When we bought our house, we decided we didn't, and this is a, a funny story, my real estate agent was looking for a house for her father at the same time. And he said to her, we're going to go look at used houses today. And she said, dad, they're not used houses. And he said, how do you figure? Someone else had it and now they're selling it. Isn't that a used house like a used car? I'm sorry if that now sticks in your head, stuck in mine. Every time I'd walk into a house, I'd get a little, you know, about it. Now, it's really not a big deal because everybody, almost everybody in the world buys a house that has been occupied and purchased by somebody else. You rent an apartment. That happens all the time. But it got in my head and we, and we had the ability at the time to look at a new house in a neighborhood just across our river for a really good price and it was a brand new house. So I got around that that time. I don't know that I will again, but uh, so that was pretty cool. So to think that we were the first ones in this hotel room, really in this hotel room for any length of time, that was really cool, really, really cool. And unlike the Disneyland towers, I, I know there's a handful of rooms in the Disneyland hotel that have balconies, but these all have balconies. And that was also really neat because we've really never had a balcony at the Disneyland hotel. So that was really cool. We got dressed. We went back over. So now let's talk about Oogie Boogie. I don't know if you're Halloween fans. I hope you are. I don't know if you're Disney fans. I hope you are. Uh, and if you're not, then I hope that you still enjoy the story. So there's a Halloween party that they do at Disneyland that has gotten crazy popular. I believe it sold out in like nine hours this year. Last year, it took three days. And they even added dates this year. So it's really, really popular. It's over in California Adventure. So prior, I think, to 2019, it was the not-so-scary, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And it was held at Disneyland. <clears throat> we liked it. They would fill up the lagoon in New Orleans Square with fog. And it was just spooky and wonderful. And my husband and I went because my granddaughter was actually a little too young at that time. And... I think. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> it's possible she went anyway. We enjoyed it a lot. We liked it at Disneyland. We did some of the treat trails. We took some photos. This was before Galaxy's Edge opened. And so all of the entrances to Galaxy's Edge, which is the Star Wars land, had photo opportunities that you could take photos at. And they weren't characters, so they weren't super crowded. Many of the photo opportunities, the lines get to be really long. And so there's this thing called treat trails and they have upped their game on treat trails. Oh my gosh. It used to be that you would just walk through this treat trail and there might be some decorations. Now they actually put characters on them. So the first one we went to was mother. No, uh, the, the villain from Roger rabbit doom. I think his name is. And he was back there with an Acme set and, and pacing around and talking to people and talking at people. And so you walk through this line, you get your treats, and they just throw tons and tons of treats at you. Candy and lots of sun chips, which was just odd. And then every once in a while, you'll get uh, carrots or apples. And 
so we go through the first one and that was really cool. And then we head over to, there's one by Grizzly River Run. And so this is all on the path that kind of leads heads up by the Grand Californian Hotel. And so we went over to see, and Mother Gothel was there. And that, she was fantastic. Uh, the, the Doom guy was great too, but she was, she, we were a little closer to her. We could actually see her a little closer. And she was really, really wonderful and a bit terrifying. And I forgot to tell you about our costumes. My granddaughter is still obsessed with Frozen. I think she has been her whole life. Granted, that's only six years, but. So it's the last three or four years, she and her mom go back and forth. One year she'll be Elsa and her mom will be Anna and then vice versa, flip it around. And so my stepdaughter has a couple of dresses she can wear. She has a couple for Aurora. And so they just flop back and forth. And I think three years ago, when my husband went for the first time with them, they wanted him to be Olaf. <laughs> so I made him an Olaf costume. So much easier than I thought it was going to be. He has now worn that every year. I haven't had to make a new costume for him in years. And since I was going for the first time with them this year, because uh, I wasn't able to go in the past. Um, so for the first time this year, so I was Sven, because why not? I made myself some Sven ears. And wore a shirt that had a picture of Sven and Olaf on it, which was really cute. And on the back, I uh, did a heat transfer of the Arendelle Ice Company in sparkly white that looked like ice. And uh, so we were the Frozen group. And Aurora's, my, my granddaughter's sleeves lit up. She could, like, throw and cast spells and her sleeves would light up. But, yeah, it was all in all a very magical night. But let me tell you about the most magical moment. And if you are going to Oogie Boogie... You must bear the line for the Villain's Grove. It can get up to about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. They say come back when the parade is going on and the line will be a little bit shorter. And they don't necessarily go past the end of the party. So just getting in line at, at say, 1030 won't guarantee you entrance because if they did that, then they would end up being there until like one in the morning. And they're, that, that's something they're not really up for doing um, because it can take so long for people to get through the Villains Grove. So if you've never been to the Redwood Creek Trail, uh, which is that sort of exercise adventure land over there work with climbing and zip lines. And so they take, turn that into the Villains Grove and there, there aren't any characters there, but it's themed in sections. So like it, and you go through the tree and it's all foggy and I'll, I'll put up some photos because it was really magical. It was really worth everything to get in to the Villains Grove and then just sort of take your time walking through it. Uh, the the lighting in the trees was something I'd really never seen before. They used lasers at one point and it was so sparkly and beautiful. And then of course the fog, which is one of my favorite things. I do theater um, as part of my life and I always love it when I can use fog in a show. <laughs> even though it drives my technical director crazy sometimes, but he's pretty good about, you know, working with me on it. And uh, they just, it was just beautiful and spooky, but not scary, but spooky. And so, and you just sort of walked through it and experienced it. And that uh, that was probably one of the best, best parts of the whole party. We went through, we also saw Ernesto de la Cruz. We saw... Oogie Boogie, 
that was cool because that was inside the Animation Academy. And so they had a bunch of videos running also of Oogie Boogie. Uh, we did ride the Haunted Mansion, finally. Uh, which is Nightmare Before Christmas. And I'm going to say something controversial. I kind of like it when it's normal because I don't love Nightmare Before Christmas. I never have. I like it. I, th I enjoy watching it. But it isn't my favorite. And I enjoy the original Haunted Mansion as it is. And we also just watched the new movie. And say what you will. If you don't like it, um, I'm sorry. I liked it. I really enjoyed how they uh, built a backstory to this haunted mansion and gave us some history of the, like the bride in uh, Disney world, the bride is far more prominent. And over here, we don't really know much about the bride. So anyway, so that was really cool. And, um, what else did we do? Well, let's see. Oh, I had a meeting on Friday. So Oogie Boogie was Thursday night and we stayed till about 1030, I think before heading back crashing out at our beautiful hotel, taking our time in the morning, which was also really nice because we wanted to enjoy the space and check out times at 11 o'clock, just in case you were wondering. And then I had a meeting at 11 o'clock that I had to be at for a festival that I'm involved in um, as we are in the key planning stages of it. And so I sat out on the patio while the fam went over to Disneyland and rode a few more rides. And it, I've been enough times that I don't obsess about the rides anymore. We did ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway again, which we did back right after it opened. Absolutely worth it. Uh, get the Lightning Lane if you can, but uh, if enjoy the the lobby is also really fun. And what else did I ride? And we ended up riding Mermaid. That's one of my favorite, my daughter's favorite. I mean, my granddaughter's favorite. And um, a handful more rides. She likes to ride Goofy Sky School, and I just can't anymore. <laughs> I really just can't. Um, it's too tight. It's too fast. It's too high. And I'm not afraid of heights, but that one is just, oof, that one gets me every time. So, um, and she's kind of over Tower of Terror because she rode Tower of Terror when it was Monsters After Dark during the Halloween season. And it, it she, she won't ride it right now. She used to love it and now she won't ride it. So we'll see what happens as she grows older. So then the next day was good, um, caught up with them, had some good food, headed back a little early and drove back the next morning at 5.30 in the morning. It was a whirlwind trip. It was absolutely worth it. I loved, I wasn't sure I was going to love the Oogie Boogie because I had been to it before and we didn't do the Villains Grove. We didn't even realize what it was and it was just my husband and I and there's nothing wrong with adults going to it. Um, but once you're sort of done gathering candy there's, you know, you ride the rides and then you're kind of done. So, um, cause we don't really, we're not big fans of standing in line for the photo ops because they take up a third of the night. So that's always something to consider when you're going is how much time do you want to spend? Do you want to use the party to ride rides? Because often the lines are shorter. Um, and if you are a disability access services, a DAWs, uh, guest then some of the rides can be used on Dawes during the party um that's just a tidbit of information we learned while we were there which was a good thing to know if that ever comes up and yeah but it is a lot about the candy <laughs> and um but we enjoyed ourselves I, I think we'd do it again I think staying at the Disneyland Tower the Discovery Tower kind of made it even more magical 
because what a cool thing, right? And I did pick up a grand opening Disneyland Hotel Discovery Tower pin. And I also picked up a Halloween DVC member pin because we are, like I said, DVC members. So it all in all, it was a great trip. It was quick. We left Wednesday at three o'clock, got down there at 1030, made a couple stops. That six-year-old, remember? And left at 5.30 in the morning, came back, dropped the kids off, came home, went to a wedding at 4 o'clock that afternoon. And that was a really important wedding I needed to be at. And I'm so glad we made it work because we had the best time. And we'll talk about that on another one uh, when we talk about local trips. So that was our Disneyland trip. And in that, I did get my Project 52 out. And I actually got it posted a couple of days after the four, the first, but I did get it up in that first week. It is on my Instagram at Ink and Pen Adventures, and you can see the uh, railroad sign, the road part of the sign. And like I said, this week I think I'm gonna look at doing a something on Main Street, uh, for my photos and going forward from there. So I've enjoyed having you here today. I hope you've enjoyed this. If you have any comments, questions. If you are a DVC member and have any intention of going to the Disneyland Hotel and staying in the Discovery Tower, I'd love to hear about your stay. Also, if you've been to Oogie Boogie or if you're thinking about going to Oogie Boogie, I would love to hear that as well. So please feel free to comment on this on Instagram or on our webpage, inkandpen.co. Yes, .co. Or our uh, Substack at Ink and Pen Adventures where we have our newsletter. It's been delightful. And I look forward to talking to you all very soon. Have a good one.